Welcome to the Truman Charities Podcast. I am Jamie Truman, your host. Today's podcast is for founders of nonprofits and leaders within the nonprofit world. I had the pleasure of speaking to the founder of the Nonprofit Leaders Forum, Doug Palmer, and Theo Polygiamis, who helps run the forum with Doug. The Nonprofit Leaders Forum is based off of LinkedIn, and what they've been able to do to help people in the nonprofit sector has been quite remarkable. Everything from luncheons to networking events and so much more. Any question that you may have, Doug and Theo make sure that those questions are answered and that anything that you need to make your nonprofit more successful, they're going to help you achieve that goal. So I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Thanks for coming on. What exactly is the Nonprofits Leader Forum? All right. So the Nonprofit Leaders Forum, essentially, it's a group of people that have come together and the focus is networking and then also events, happy hours, training sessions, lunch and learns, LinkedIn group that has over 2,000 people and it's growing. So there's a lot of interest in it. And we started it because we found that there's really not that much in the DC area for leaders of nonprofits to come together and collaborate and just meet each other. So why did you decide to head up this organization? We serve nonprofits in the accounting and finance capacity. So we, our business is outsourcing the accounting function for nonprofits in really in the $1 to $20 million budget size space. And it became pretty clear that there's, there's really not that much out there for nonprofits. There's, a, um, there's another organization that has something similar, but it's, it's not really the same. And when we started this, the LinkedIn group grew really quickly. We went from a couple of people that joined the group to almost a thousand in, in the course of six months. For everyone that's listening, give me a little bit about your background and why you decided to become so involved within the Nonprofit Leaders Forum. I'm from the D.C. area. I've grown up uh, in D.C. proper and live in Montgomery County. Now. So it being growing up in D.C., I've naturally gotten to know a lot of nonprofits and have always been compelled by many of their different missions. In my previous life, I used to be a banker where I got to know a lot of them. Over the years, just became understanding some of the, the challenges and, and the benefits that they're able to do in the marketplace you know, for various populations um, has always resonated with me. And I've always tried to stay involved in one way or the other whether it's volunteering on certain boards to, uh, to enhance or do better in the community. So I joined on LinkedIn and I would like to go to one of these luncheons. Tell me a little bit about the experience, what it would be like, and maybe one of the luncheons that comes to mind to you that was really interesting. One that was really well attended. Uh, we had standing room only. We did it with some of our partners downtown at Bernstein with Michael Lopes. Give a shout out to him. He's been a wonderful partner to our organization. He's seen the mission and, you know, really embraced it and supported us with providing some space, but also people to come speak to as well. And at that one, we had leveraged multi-piece as we were, we had met a uh, technology company, for example, Boodle, which is able to leverage as an AI software for organizations to be able to uh, more effectively and efficiently reach out to their audience or to their donors and to their foundations and really be targeting and really connecting the dots and leverages the technology to become more efficient and really focus on those that are contributing to their organizations. And so that was one piece of it. Another one was identifying government grants and really being able to do that and figuring out 
how to respond to grants in the most efficient and effective manner. And then another piece was speaking on how to the money that comes in, how to have it work for you, for the organizations a little bit more effectively. So what it was is figuring out ways to bring in dollars to the organization, mm-hmm. right, in a strategic manner and a more efficient and effective from an operational standpoint using this technology. Another one was maybe more strategic to bring in longer term dollars, reaching out to foundations or to government grants. And then the other one was how once it comes in, how can you manage it better so that the money works for the organization? So that's kind of the approach that we look at, right? How can we help with efficiency, diversification in funding sources, and then have the money work for you, for the organization? And that one was really well attended. We keep it simple. We had a Panera lunch, so it wasn't like people were coming for steak and frites or salad or salmon salad or something. They came for the content. And we had really great dialogue. And then we have a little networking the, in the front end of it. Sometimes it could be round tables or classroom style. And then afterwards, some networking. And typically, we try to do it so that folks don't have to fight rush hour and can get back to the office by early afternoon. So can you give me a couple examples of nonprofits that have really benefited from the Nonprofits Leaders Forum? Great question. There was one. I remember it was right in the beginning. This one really resonates with me. There's a variety of different causes that I'm passionate about. And one has to, is around reforming our jail system and our the way that we go about it. So for example, Bail Fund Project is one of my favorite organizations I get involved with every year. And that's just around the bail industry and how wonky and out of whack I think it really is, right? So it okay. affects people. So there was an organization that was part of our group that had come to some of our events and then another technology company that we were familiar with. And so during COVID, there was difficulties that everybody experienced was everybody had to stay home. Nobody could keep in touch with. It was very difficult for loved ones that were not incarcerated to communicate mm-hmm. and still keep in touch, but over increasingly difficult for those that were incarcerated, right? And so there was an organization that supported folks that were incarcerated that provided a variety of different services, whether it was from uh, spiritual support, educational support, and things of that nature. And when COVID hit, they had to figure out a way to be able to facilitate communication with their incarcerated folks and with their loved ones outside. And then there was a company that was also involved with me personally, but that also has become part, like I had known them and been they'd wanted to get involved in the Nonprofit Leaders Forum. As it turns out, the opportunity came up where they were just getting involved, learning about the organization, joining the group. And what we did was we connected them immediately. We said, hey, immediately we saw the need. And it was a, a technology that was able to help facilitate communication via text, all staying within the protocols of the, the prison system. And so it was a prison organization was supporting those incarcerated. And then this was allowed, the technology allowed folks to be able to communicate via text oh, from wow. their home. So they wouldn't have, to, and then also navigate some of the uh, very costly phone conversations that end up impacting the families on the outside. And so at the time, it became even more important than ever so that loved ones on the that weren't incarcerated to be able to keep in touch with those incarcerated because Mm -hmm. folks were because they were behind they're in their cells longer during COVID as well. So like, think about the mental health component, right? The continued impact of that and so anyway, so we facilitated that and, you know, we think that it, it, it created, there was a greater good that came out of that uh, down the road to help scratch the itch of the need that was occurring at the time. Oh my gosh, that's such a great partnership that you guys were able to create that solved such a large mental health problem that would probably be happening within yeah. the prison 
or people that are incarcerated or support it. Right. We don't, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what the end results were. I don't have that follow up, but I know that that connection and mm-hmm. that addressing of the problem to a potential solution mm-hmm. would not have occurred had we not had the nonprofit leaders forum. Wow. That's amazing. Is there anybody else that you can think of? I remember also, you know, we get folks that have are highly skilled and are always looking to take their talents and and work with different organizations or associations. We had somebody that was looking for a job. They had unfortunately had been laid off and we're looking, we ha- you know, connected them with someone to help them with their resume, connected us with some organizations, able to do interviews, facilitate that, you know, reach out into the network and ultimately leading to uh, the job, right? Or the job creation that where everybody won, right? So the person was no longer looking for a job. The organization got the talent that they were looking for. And sometimes it just, it's it's just the diligence and the, the continued grind to do that. But the support that that person got along the way, I think is uh, that was volunteered, that came from volunteers in our organization. Hey, I'll be happy to look at that. Hey, I'd be happy to support that, which warmed my heart to see that coming from the community, which was great. Oh, yeah. I love to see when people are coming together within the community to network with each other and being able to help one another. And that's such a great example of that. How do you see the Nonprofits Leaders Forum in the future? What do you envision? Well, so we're wrestling with this. We're considering turning this from a LinkedIn group, which now has over 2,000 people, but turning it into really a membership organization where there's a nominal fee that's charged on an annual basis to be able to pay someone to run it. So what have you learned since starting this Nonprofits Leaders Forum? Well, so I already knew this, but I, I've learned that there's a lot of really nice people in the D.C. area that are doing really great things. And when I hear about some of these nonprofits that people run, I'm amazed that these type of missions even exist. And they're really great missions. And it's good to be around people that are thinking that way. Yes. I would definitely agree. Start actually starting this podcast. I've talked to so many different nonprofits and so interesting. There's so much going on in the DMV area. And so say that I decided to join and how would I join your LinkedIn first? And then second, since I joined your LinkedIn group, what would I expect? What kind of posts do you have? What kind of information? You have to request to join and Theo periodically goes through and looks at at your profile and would make sure that yeah, you know, you're a good fit. We're pretty much trying not to exclude people, but we want to make sure that it is nonprofit executives or or people that are connected with nonprofit executives and leaders so that we have a, a group that can really, you know, mingle with and um, discuss the same type of issues and concerns and those type of things. So once you're accepted into the group, then there's a forum in LinkedIn where you can post things. And there's we have a couple of active posters. We also post content ourselves. And the content not only includes you know what people are thinking about for the week, but also upcoming events. You've been doing so many great things to the community. And I absolutely love everything that you're doing here. I was talking to Jerry, my husband, and he was like, you know, it's a really great kind of like think tank for nonprofits and for everybody to come together and help one another out. And it's a way for the community to continue to help one another. Is there anything that you think people should know that we haven't talked about? I think really an important function of what the Nonprofit Leaders Forum of DMB is, is trying to keep the finger on the pulse through leveraging technology and the platform on LinkedIn. And so the survey is really important. It's a way for the voice to be heard. And it's two minutes, not even. It's just ranking the top few items, top five things that are important to somebody 
or an organization. So it doesn't take a long time because we've already done our homework on what's important. We're already like digging into some data, right? So I think that the more folks that we can get to chime in on the feedback, because if I have an opportunity to share my voice, I do. And I think it's a great, easy way for organizations to do so. And that leads me into saying thank you to you, Jamie, and the Truman Charities and embracing the Nonprofit Leaders Forum and you know, bringing us onto this podcast as well to be able to share some of our our thoughts and vision and the wonderful events that y'all put on and the wonderful amount of charities you guys get involved in. It's just like profound. So I, I give you guys big kudos and it's a pleasure and an honor to be working with y'all and collaborating. So I think that dovetails right into the thank you as well. Oh, well, thank you so much. And as I know from being with Truman Charities, volunteer, you know, it's a lot of work. And so you put in a lot of time outside of your day job to make this happen. And I appreciate you guys so much because these are the type of I guess hurdles, there's a lot of hurdles that when I'm talking to founders and people that within that nonprofit space are having, and you guys are tackling them in such a efficient and just really effective way. I'm going to send anyone that's got questions your way that's in that space because I know that it's just such a great networking for them to learn so much about the nonprofit world. So well, we thank you. That. Of course. So thank you again, Theo and Doug. And thank you to everyone for tuning in to another episode of the Truman Charities Podcast. Until next time. If you liked this episode, please make sure to rate and review our podcast. That is how more people learn about the Truman Charities Podcast and our organization. And to make sure you don't miss any of our future episodes, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. If you'd like to follow Truman Charities, you can follow us on Facebook at Truman Charities, Instagram at Jamie underscore Truman Charities, and check out our website, trumancharities.com.